What's going on, my babies? Welcome back to another podcast. As always, I apologize for any noises in the background in advance or anything of that nature. And remember that these are for entertainment purposes only, so don't run with my ideas. If you agree or disagree, always do your own research. You're your own person, and I believe in you, and I have faith that you will make your own conclusions based on your own information. So going based off the last one, and if you didn't hear the last one, I was talking about how I grew impatient from realizing that I wanted to chase my dream, and when I started chasing my dreams, it didn't come to me as fast as I thought it would, and that made me impatient. So, in me feeling this impatience, I realized that I was searching. Instead of, insteading, instead of allowing my passion to find me. Instead of allowing what I longed for to come to me. Instead of longing for something that is intangible or that's not tangible. I think I just made up a word. Anyway. (laughs) So I had this idea that I'm not happy where I am, let me try to get to a place where I can be happy. And when I was running and sprinting in that direction, I just burned out. Burned out quicker than a comet comet coming into Earth's atmosphere. Because I realized that it was my want. And I had always been able to tap into my spiritualness and being in tune with energy and nature and earth and the realms that you can't see, right? Like imagination. And I had always had these crazy ideas and these really profound and deep thoughts and ideas that I loved and adored to talk about and to share. And because I wasn't able to share it with people as quick as I wanted to or with as many people as I wanted to, It made me, again, really sad and really question what I was doing. It made me want to run away because I have this thing where I just give up if it doesn't work right away. Like, if I don't see something take off the way that I want it to take off right away, I get really angsty, like nothing's ever going to work. And I get really sad, like a little teenage indie movie where somebody dies. You feel me? And when I kind of fell back into my sadness, aka, you know, like, there's always moments where I have those, that part of me come back, where I feel like, you know what, if this isn't working, it's never gonna work. And I have those days where I'm like, I don't believe that this is going to work for me. And although I'm taking step after step, I don't feel like I'm getting any closer to my destination. I feel like I'm walking on a treadmill instead of actually walking. And in me coming to all of these conclusions on my own and having this safe space where I basically talk to you, my babies, about anything and everything, 
even if it's not directly telling you like, hey, I stubbed my toe today, and so I'm really sad because my toe is broken. And I would come to this safe space that I've created for myself and say, you know what, I feel like I hurt myself, and I'm not going to say what it is, but it had something to do with my body, and I'm in a lot of pain right now, and this pain is causing a lot of mental distress. And being at that level of impatience, impatientness, I stopped and smelled the roses. I try to stop and smell the roses as much as possible to get myself out of victimizing my life and my circumstances because if you're really aware of what self means, it means nothing. And I need to take a fucking chill pill is what that fucking means, you feel me? Like, I'm over here stressing about life that one day won't be here. I'm stressing over making an impact that I don't know the way it'll make an impact. You feel me? I'm stressed or I was stressing over doing something that I wanted to do when I was already doing it. So running and chasing my tail because I wanted to see results. It's like going to the gym and the same day you start going to the gym, you weigh yourself and see that you haven't lost any weight and being so discouraged by the fact that you didn't lose any weight. And I was just stuck in this immaturity, stuck in this in this angsty indie teenage movie that, you know, I stuck myself in because that's something we all kind of do. We enjoy the suffering and I guess I enjoyed feeling bad for myself instead of changing my my life and my days for a better version of me and for having patience and for having the lifestyle that I want to have. And that brings me to the last really pivotal parts of my life, which the last I want to say the last four years of my life have been so fucking impactful and only because of all the pain that I've endured, right? Like when COVID hit, I was just freshly in, I was actually in the relationship until 2021, I believe, but I was in a relationship where I was not happy and I was running away from who I really see myself to be, which is somebody who's attracted to females and I was around people who I thought gave a fuck about me but really just wanted the sympathy that came with me being a good person who wants to help people and getting taken advantage of from other friends through I don't know paying for their food paying for their clothes and when certain people would forget to bring their wallet quotation marks and just being taken advantage of mentally because a lot of my friends wanted the emotional and and mental support that I'd give but could never give it back and whenever I had a problem I'd have to wait 
days or hours to hear a response when I text back immediately. And just being in that environment made me have standards because I recognized that all of this one day won't matter. You feel me? All of this one day I won't be stressed over the, th the same things that I'm stressing about today. But the fact that I'm stressing about it today means that it's important to me now. And I want it to be important to me now and I want it to be important to me in 10 years. And so I kind of have this unrealistic quotation marks, this unrealistic way of life, this unrealistic way of existing, this unrealistic way of being a person in this melting pot of everything. Because you're in this melting pot with me, right next to me, but what I'm doing might not work for you. So to you, I might look fucking crazy. I might look absolutely out of my fucking mind. But to me, this is what is important. I want to look like I'm out of my fucking mind. I want to look like you don't know why the fuck I do what I do, but I know why I do it, and I don't have to explain it. And I want my own validation, and the only way that I can validate myself is to truly, truly embody what I see as me and what I see as my path and what I see as what I want to see because you hear people talk about it all the time life is like a dream and life you chase your dreams but life is the dream and we make it a nightmare because we think that this place is hell and it's out to get us but it's truly not doing that and I took me a long time, of course, and obviously, took me a long time to not see it as a nightmare because I enjoyed living that nightmare, because I enjoyed the suffering and the sympathy that came with suffering. And through just existing, I had come to a lot of realizations that I'm doing exactly what the fuck I need to be doing. And I might not know every step or where I'm going every single second of every single day, but it's not something that I should be stressing myself out for. Because at the end of the day, I know that I'll be okay, right? Like if this really never works out for me, or if it never did, I knew that it would get me to the next step in this staircase that is my life and the only step I need to be worrying about is the next one or the current one and I don't have to look back and look at all the steps and how hard those steps were but just be grateful that you know what at least I'm not down there at least I'm not on the fourth step at least I'm not on the second at least I'm not on the first step and so throughout a big, 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 big portion 
of my life, I thought, you know what, maybe I can help people. Maybe I should help people. Maybe I should direct, 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 direct people to where they need to go. But that's not my job. And the only place that I want to be at is a place of enlightenment. And so that's what I strive for. And that's where I want to end up at the end of my life. I don't care about money. I don't care about all of these material things. But I do want to use money in a productive way. You feel me? Like if I did end up in a place, in a position of power or authority. I know that because of who I want to be, that I wouldn't use it for the wrong purposes. And so it's not something that I'm super, super against. Like I'm not gonna go live my life in a forest and never speak to humanity again just because I want to be enlightened. No. I want the opposite. I want to be enlightened. But I want to give people pieces of how I got here so that you can be next in line. Because obviously I can help you get to the drinking hole, but only you can drink. And that's kind of where I go full circle in this sense of that I always knew I wanted to help people. And it's why I ended up in positions that really hurt me. Because I wasn't doing it in the right way. I watched this show on Paramount Plus called Shangri-La which is about this musician who never planned on being a musician this producer who never planned on being a producer this person who never planned anything who lived and and through through his experiences knew that he was making the right steps because he trusts his gut and that's kind of where I come back home. I come full circle in the sense that nothing I do makes sense. And, well, you know, it it obviously makes sense to me. (laughs) To me. But to everybody else on the outside, they don't know what I do. They don't know why I do what I do. They don't know who I am. They can't explain any of it. And... I love it. That is me. I'm that weird person that you look at from the other side of the glass. I'm like one of those little animals at the zoo. I'm behind the glass. And you can look at me. You can talk to me. But you will never really truthfully know what's going on in my brain and there's this level of mystery that I really really enjoy there's this level of you don't really understand and I do and I like that I know what I'm doing while you're over there contemplating and thinking and scratching your chin to try to figure out what's going on underneath the hood in my car and there's just something fulfilling about 
being able to help other people without helping other people, if that makes sense. And there's something fulfilling about being myself unapologetically with tool with total and utter control of me. And when I say control, I mean I like to think of myself as art. I can choose to wear blue, I can choose to wear red, I can choose to wear both. You will never know why I chose to wear blue a certain day, why I chose to wear red a certain day, but that's where I have control. I don't necessarily have control over whether or not I get jumped for wearing all red. <laughs> and that's kind of an extreme example, but that's the best, best example and the quickest example I came up with. But that's what I mean by control. I don't necessarily have control. But I do have control whether I want to use a black or a red pen. I want to use a blue marker or a green marker. Whether I want to choose water or soda. Free will is control. And the fact that I have these indecisive tendencies means that I'm just trying my best to make the best decision and it's empowering to be able to view myself at this point through these lenses of growth if that makes sense and growth in the sense that I only want to do the best even if that means doing the best for everybody else. Because I know that in doing the best for everybody else, I do the best for me. Because that's who I want to be. And that's what I want to see. And I always like the saying, treat others how you, how you wish to be treated. Because you never know how much you really do for somebody. And kind of like how people who are in really dark places, they watch YouTubers and they these YouTubers make them laugh every day even when they're having such hard days or make them super happy when they're negative or just, you know, change small aspects and brighten people's days without even knowing that you brighten people's days. And I guess there's a bit of subtlety when it comes to the things that I do and why I do what I do. And that's a very subtle change, but it's noticeable if you're really paying attention. And it's another reason why I talk in general, in generalized statements, and why I talk generally generalized and I don't speak on specific things and I don't hit it to a T just because 
the details aren't really important. The details are what keeps my grip tight. And when I let go, you get to see the whole thing without the without my hand getting in the way. So, yeah. Anyways, my babies, we're going to be continuing this talk in the next one. So if that's something you're interested in, I hope that you come back and watch the next one. So anyways, I hope that you have a good day, a good night, whenever you're listening. And I hope to see you in the next one. Peace.